quit hey. giving me orders. <laughs> hey, he's a grumpy old man. You got to be careful with him. It's the BS Podcast in five, four, three, two. One message for you two from your aunt. Uh-huh. She will bust both of you in the head. Can y'all hear me? It's about rocket size, you know. I think you, like me, um, have a face for radio. Can y'all hear me? Okay. We gonna play, we can play as we got the next man up. That's why it sucks. I'm not talking to you. I'm not talking to you. This kind of unprofessionalism does not need to be tolerated. And I mean it. Like, you know who me? You know who me? You know who me? You know who me? What the hell is going on here? Just all hang up. Another episode of the BS Podcast. Hang on. Hang Quincy on. Moran. Hang on. There's all kinds of noise in my ear now. Oh, jeez. We need a little bit more professionalism. Welcome back to another season of the BS Podcast. And God willing, Alabama season will start off much more efficiently and successfully than this podcast because we have had nothing but technical difficulties. So, with that, I am your host, Quincy Moran, a.k.a. The Q Doll, coming live from the BS Podcast studio. In beautiful Fort Worth, Texas, along with my crew, my posse, my homies. I'm going to give them just a minute. Wild Bill, tell them who you are and what you do, baby. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I pastor the new direction uh, of God, and I work as uh, General Funky at Twin Bridges Golf Course in Gaston, Alabama. <laughs> I'm the straw that's first. That's right. I love it. Up. <laughs> you ain't you ain't wrong. You ain't wrong. <laughs> the straw that straws, stirs uh, the drink. Plastic straws are illegal in California. That's right. So that's uh that's Wild Bill, and he comes to you live with them Bamba bullet points. Also in the studio, great Josh Moran. Joshua Moran, tell us, Wild Bill, Wild Bill, we we're live. Things are rolling here, brother. I'm, I'm sorry. You gotta I'm mute sorry. yourself, man. Also need to <laughs> need to clarify we're not uh, we're in separate studios so yeah we're on we're in the Squadcast studio but it is the BS studio because a lot of BS is going on Josh Moran welcome to the show tell everybody a little bit about who you are and what you do what you all about baby uh, my name is Josh uh, recovering uh, Lakers fan uh, not anymore. Uh, just ready for this QB situation to uh, pan out and for football season to start. And, uh, you know, how y'all doing? Yeah, awesome. Check him out at joshuamoran.com. Go get his merch. Check out my Start Instagram. Um, Josh oh, Loves right. Millie. Oh, is that it? Josh Loves check, Millie. Check That's that it. out. You got Tons loads of, of you have uh, loads of messages in there for me because I, uh, I DM you all the time. Great videos. So you ought to go check it out sometime. You need he forgot to, to mention out of my DMs. He, uh, your wife's in my DMs. Um, if you don't watch him, you wouldn't know what that means. But uh, he also forgot to mention that he is part of the tandem, the worldwide phenomenon known as the Moran Brothers. So go to QuincyMoran.com. Check out those videos. They are there. 94 videos of sheer joy and excitement. Yeah, I tweeted so, AJ the other day. 
Did you uh, send her the video? I, I tweeted at him. I've done it. I've actually tweeted at him three times, but I'm just I'm waiting on him. Waiting on him to pick it up. <laughs> well, maybe someday he will. And in the Squadcast BS Studios, we have none other than Amber Dash. Tell us who you are and what you do. You are, uh, you're She's muted. on mute. She's on mute. Hit control D. Josh, your there app's you not focused. Did that fix it? There you go. It did not give me an option on this screen to unmute myself. I don't know what happened. Oh my gosh. Um, well, I'm here for Austin today. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm Amber. I'm married to Austin, who is usually here, but his road trip got bumped up a couple of hours so he's not able to be here i help quincy produce as of this season correct so you will see that things get a lot better when she's producing oh whatever Um, she's uh she's sitting in the fourth chair today for our saving correspondent so we're excited to have her and we need to wrangle in our fifth seat sub cindy smith where's she at she's back there working cindy Okay, we'll get her in on the next one. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So this I can is do an a... introduction for Cindy if you want me to. I sound just like her. <laughs> Go ahead and give it a shot. Well, Bill and Cindy are my parents, and Cindy's a full-time Mary Kay consultant who pulls in on that fifth chair whenever we need her to. That's she right. kicks butt at she... Mary Kay and sells over $40,000 a year. If you need Mary Kay, you need That's Cindy right. Smith. I just made her sound better than I sound myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, check her out. I tell you what she does. She does a great job of bringing uh, stories to the BS podcast. Um, and so her content is always appreciated. So let's get this season started. It's the 23-24 Bama season as we, uh, as we look forward to things. And I know we're going to talk about this later on in this particular episode. But Coach Saban... Major disappointment today in the in the press conference. I mean, what is all the talk about this season? It's who gonna who's gonna be the quarterback? Well, you're gonna find out soon enough. With that being said, this season, what are your expectations? That's I kind of want to get your juices flowing as a uh, as our uh, our group together today. What are those expectations for the season? Is it championship or bust? What happens? Um, what happens in the final season before we get to the 12-team playoff. I'm excited to figure that out. There are so many unanswered questions that we will get to right after these messages. All right, here we go. It is the first <laughs> quarter. Wait, what were the messages? Oh, you're going you're gonna to put those in later? Yeah. Technology, man, you know. Well, there goes some additional editing I didn't need to do. Um <laughs> Try it again. Try it again. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the first quarter here on the BS Podcast. We're going to bring in our man of the hour, Wild Bill, to give us some memorable points. Here we go, Wild Bill. What do you got to talk about today? I'm going to shock all of you. The first bulletin point, special teams. Hang on. Oh, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Are these, these, are not, these are bullet points, not bulletin points. They're here. That's bullet points. Different thing. There you, you go. You said bulletin Josh, points. 
I'm going to hop on a what? plane and I'm going to come out there and I'm going to kick your behind. Oh, no, you're going to come out <laughs> here, darn it. <laughs> I and really then, wasn't sure what he was going to say. Well, <laughs> kick your butt. There are, there are two things here. Number one is everybody got a copy uh, of the segment breakdown. And so Josh is interjecting at the wrong time. So already this this whole show is off the rails. We we're you crashing say and burning. Bullet, bullet points. I said Bama bullet points. No, he said bulletin points. Oh, well, give him a plus one, Mulligan. He works that's at the Force. That's what I'm saying. All right, brother. Let's get into those Bama bullet points. Special teams. You special got me there. Team. I was not expecting special That's teams. Number one, because we out? should have the best special teams in the country. We have probably the top place kicker back in the country mm. with Will Rackard, and our punter should be one of the top punters in the country. He was he ranked up there toward the top last year, but they've really been working hard. Coach Saban's really talked highly of the special teams. So look for a big season out of them. The return men are not set. But uh, I think there's going to be some surprises on who's going to be returning kicks and punts uh, this year. Second one is both the offensive and defensive coordinators are going to be in the press box Saturday. What? Neither one's going to be on what? the sideline. They're going to be in the press box. Why? Oh, my gosh. Why? What? Because the head man said they were. I thought he liked them on the well, sideline. Now, it could change for game number two. But maybe he's wanting them to get a better view from upstairs for this game to see. Uh, what kind of teamwork, if assignment-wise, they're doing? But that's uh, number two, the last one, number three, because I'll let y'all discuss about the offense and who who we've got. Don't you tell me what we're going to discuss, but go on. No depth chart. <laughs> yeah, he did. He said there was like no depth chart. No at all, depth right? chart provided no. the first time in his Alabama coaching career. You want to know why? Because he's giving Lonergan a chance to keep going. Lonergan, he might see the field this year. Probably not, but he might. So, <laughs> Y'all are uh, sleeping, dude. First time right. in his career. No depth chart has been released. He His statement was he didn't want the players to think. They yeah, won the job, so, yeah. I think I heard so it. So that's that. that's my bulletin. Bulletin. Bullet point. Bullet. Bullet <laughs> points. I'm done. Thank you, Uncle Bill. Wild, you know, Wild Bill. Wild Bill. You know, I. it is unbelievable. I, I don't know what to say about this whole no-depth chart thing. It... <laughs> I'm laughing at my father. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think your daughter's been smoking some wacky tobacco. He can't hear a word you're saying. He took his earbuds off. He's gone. You got any more? Just coffee. He is Elvis, and he has left the building. 
Coffee got, with Delta 9, huh? I hear you. So I'll tell you this. <laughs> Just in regards to those bullet points, I hope for all the right reasons our punter is the most bored individual on the entire team for the entire season. Did he really just – what did I say that offended that old guy? <laughs> what, what was it? He gone. Now – In um, case you've never noticed, Josh, my dad's a pretty serious guy. He'll be all right. You are not. <laughs> well – I have things that I can be serious on. What I want to do is I want to talk now about the questions facing Alabama, and then we'll talk about Wild Bill's uh, bullet points. Because I think he, uh, I think he brings up some great points. Are we still in the first points. quarter right now? Yep, yep. we got to finish up the first quarter here. Okay, first so, quarter. Here we go. You want your first quarter, third down, five. Looks to me like, obviously, the biggest question facing the Tide is quarterback. Um, but equally important, just from my perspective, is what, what's going to happen with the O-line? I didn't hear anything. I mean, I heard. Here's what I heard in the like when we started getting to talk to the players. The players were talking to the press. You by listening to the offensive lineman we were talking or that was talking to us, you would have thought that there was major improvement. It was the utmost physicality, and they were dominating on the field. But then to listen to Coach Saban talk at the press conference, he was not very impressed, and he wants them to improve. So that can be a hidden message, or it can be reality. We just do not know. Are we going to suck, dude? With that, like what? what what's the defensive line going to be? Because we all have questions about what is that going to look like. And along with that, the defense as a whole, a Kevin Steele defense, what is that going to look like for us? What's a Tommy Reese offense going to look uh, like for us? And When do we get to talk? At the five-minute timeout, you've got the schedule. You have the schedule. You possess it. What part are you in now? Keep going. Let's go. With that, those are the, those are some of the biggest questions that that I'm looking at. I think uh, Wild Bill, you brought out a fantastic um, piece of the pie here that our special team should be elite. I when you uh, when you went on a Josh strike there for a minute, um, one of the things I told the crew here. Come on that, now, baby Billy is for all the right reasons, I hope our punter is one of the most – is the guy who's the most bored for the entire season for all the right reasons. Um, so, with that, love those bullet points. You have my concerns. Uh, what are the questions facing the tide? And finally, we want to know what your expectations will be. All right, it's time now for a five-minute timeout. What do we do for the timeout? All right, the timeout, I'm glad to ask. The timeout is when everybody gets an opportunity to talk about what stuck out to them in the first quarter. What are the highlights of the first quarter for you, Josh? We didn't even talk about what was in the first quarter. That's when we talk about it right now? We're doing that now. Oh. uh, Well, I've kind of lost what I was going to talk about because I kind of like am the guy that likes to interrupt and say what I'm saying right then and then then take a back seat. But – the team needs to realize that Lonergan is the man. Saban needs to just realize it. Just move him on up. Let him start because it's a formality at this point. In all seriousness, I think our defense is going to kick ass. Uh, that's what I think. And I think we're going to be – I think our defensive line is going to be good. Jaheim Otis, uh, Dallas Turner. You, I, I've been hearing big things from about Otis. He lost a bunch of weight. Yeah, uh, you got that big run stopper up the middle. People ain't gonna be able to run the ball. 
our secondary is just – I think the secondary is going to be the strength of the defense. I think we're set up to really be good. So we just need that quarterback uh, situation taken care of. And Milrow is going to win you some games. He's also going to lose you some games. Because I don't care what you say, a dude that looks like that cannot throw the ball that good. Jalen Hurts still has mobility and his arms are like flimsy, kind of. Not flimsy, but uh, flexible. More, ba- more flexible. That dude is a weightlifter, it looks like. And it's just going to be a problem. And I, the guy that impresses me the most when you just turn on the film is Lonergan. Well, I don't, and a I freshman's don't, done it before. I don't. Uh, I don't disagree. I don't think he's on a Bryce uh, level, but uh, Jalen Hurts did too. Um, with that being said, what do you, uh, Wild Bill? What do you think a, a Kevin Steele defense looks like good. for the Tide? Got a lot of depth finally. Secondary should be real good. The. Uh, I think they're going to really get the after freshman people. from like, Georgia, uh, the old time, old school, and way. the transfer from UAB is really going to be a big help in the secondary to where they can interchange them a lot. Malachi Moore, I think, from everything I've read, he's been really impressive finally again. So, oh man, and then. Uh... What is that? What was that young man's name? Um, his name slips in my mind. It's like Fulton. He he was number three last year. He had one great game, and the next game he just got dusted, and they took him off the field. Terry um, and Arnold. I had heard. Dang it, I can't remember his name. I'll go. Arnold. There he is, Terry on Arnold. Um, I heard from Coach Saban's mouth that he has made yeah. tremendous progress um, in his maturity and his ability uh, to play on the field. So I think you're right. I don't know. I don't know what middle linebacker is going to look like. I think that's yeah, but, one of the biggest uh, questions. I want to say one more name: Earl Little, the second. Dude Earl is the second. He's the one that made that. Uh, you remember that dude that laid out in the eight A game that that intercepted Ty Simpson? Hmm. That shouldn't have been intercepted. Well, and that's also, the, the, okay. the board Earl transferred Little. from so, Louisiana, Lafayette, or wherever it was. I think he's going to be a ball player in the secondary, too. I can't think of his name. So that, yeah, and I, and, the, and I just wonder, what is the, the, the middle linebacking core? Because, Josh, you've talked about some uh, – you've talked about great guys on the front line. Um, you talked about great guys on the secondary, which we should have a lot. Lawson will be the starting middle the linebacker. I completely agree. Um they played a lot last okay. year. So yeah, he's uh he's actually returning. He was pretty yeah, actually pretty dang talented. So yeah, I think from a defensive standpoint, you know, I feel pretty good about it. Um our O line, I told I said this already, but our O line is really a big question for me. I don't know about continuity and physicality. Um I think our O line no matter how good our quarterback is, if our O line um is great it's going to make up for a whole lot of sins because we have such a great, uh, such a stable of running backs. I think we're good. Um, and it, and we'll, we can have some time to develop in that first game. But, you know, the second game, Texas is coming to town. And, and they also are, on they the, are going the to defense, be out for some blood, I guarantee. Uh, Kevin Steele 
cutting down on penalties, forcing turnovers, and playing with discipline. That's what they've been. I hope uh, he brings that to the table. The other night on sports, Coach Saban was talking about their technique, tackling. Last year, when they've looked at the film, the technique was terrible. That's why they was just they wasn't tackling. So they've gone back to fundamentals. Yeah, and I and I think that speaks to, I think that speaks to the issues we kind of had as fans looking at the coaches we had in place and their lack of ability to develop talent. And we hope that's what Tommy Reese and Kevin Steele have the ability to do and, and the other coaches that have come in. So with that, we're going to close out the highlights on the first quarter. Uh, anything you want to say, Josh, that you didn't say, good. That's all good. Amber, any input before we close out this first quarter? No, nope, she's good. good. Wild Bill, any further bullet points? Oh, here's a bulletin just in. Hey, Josh, shut your mouth. Bulletin points. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for the second quarter. The second quarter. Second quarter. Brought to you by Man vs. Marriage, the podcast. Want to be a better man, a better husband, a better father, a better lover? Check out Man vs. Marriage, the podcast at QuincyMoran.com. Go get some, baby. We're here for you. All right, Josh. The second quarter. This season, the second quarter is all about Josh. He gets the topic. He gets the stage. Oh, God. He gets the spotlight. And we are looking for him to br- just to bring groundbreaking content. Let's have it. This is actually just going to be a, Q- a question uh, I have for you guys. And I want you to... Uh, so this is supposed to last 15 minutes, it looks like. Uh, it all depends on what you guys' answers are. However, I'm shifting gears. I want to ask you something about the NFL. We're coming upon that season. Uh, Why are you upset, Uncle Bill? Uncle Bill doesn't watch NFL. Okay, okay. So let's see if he likes this question. It's so hard. Oh, my God. They know nobody cares about the Dallas Cowboys. What? Or the the Oakland Raiders. Raiders. It's all the same. Uh, they don't even exist. They don't exist no more. So, you have been watching preseason. So that tells me you're lying out of your teeth. You watch NFL, anyways. So, my question to you all is: I want your Super Bowl pick and why, and then I want to know who your who do you think from Alabama is going to have the best offensive year in the NFL? Ooh, I like this question. And why? You asked a question and you go I'm gonna first. I want to go first. I think that. Why don't you? you okay, you first. all go. You all go first. I'll go last. That sounds good. All right. Why don't we start with Grumpy Uncle Bill over here? <laughs> start with Baby Billy. I don't That's know if y'all Wild Bill, you son. The, the gemstones, or is that a blasphemy show to y'all? Um. Is it blasphemy or? Go ahead, Dad. Yeah. Baby Billy, your answer cannot be Rodgers. Anything? You go. <laughs> well, he ain't going to because yeah, he's pre-season. already doing a touchdown. His only drive in the preseason. Uh, um, so go ahead, go ahead. I hate him. We, 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 now who can't take this seriously? That's just a topic. Two questions. He's gonna be out of answer. Games. Um. Well, we need your pick for the, the Super Atlanta Bowl fight. first. <laughs> 
And why? No, no. I'm going to go. Okay, you I'm going to go with the Eagles. You can't do that. There's no. <laughs> Good Woo, choice. And why a... do you think Jalen will be able to uh, put they got up more, more numbers now than, than he they did last year? Like, what makes you think they'll go as far as they did? That's true because they did also have uh, two first-round picks uh, after last year as well. Thug from over here, Georgia. Uh, Yeah. Um, Yeah, they got Jalen Carter. They they got it. Was the (laughs) second one an offensive guy? To go on. Um, Uh, But I I think with Devontae, no, it's uh, Jalen, and uh, the running back situation. And then the uh, who's the big wide receiver they got from the Titans last year? Yeah, I think if they well, they got AJ Brown. I think they're gonna take AJ it. Brown. I think they'll be hungry to beat up on Kansas City or Cincinnati in the Super Bowl. All right, so put uh, Uncle Bill down for uh, the Philadelphia and, Eagles. No, I'm not gonna lie. I put I put five dollars on and the Raiders doing uh, it all because they win eight hundred bucks. <laughs> so, um, who's gonna have the best year out of Alabama in the NFL this year? I'll I'll let uh, your your offensive MVP. I'm gonna go with Tua. You think oh. he's gonna stay healthy all year? Okay. According to Ryan Clark, he packed on some pounds. I think so. I got to tell you, if he stays healthy, that's a good pick. That's going to be a big question mark. Jonathan Taylor today. They're going to. No, I don't believe so. Uh, They've been wanting him. If you get Jonathan Taylor, and you better win a Super Bowl with that team because. now, I'm going it's all with laid out. I'm going with two. There's no weak spot. They don't have anything. All right. You who's, go, Dad. Who's next, Josh? Quinty, are you taking this uh, info down or what? Yeah, I'll take it down. Um, uh, we'll go with Amber next. Well, I was going to say the Philadelphia Eagles also. Okay. Does Jalen does count as coming from Alabama? Yeah, he sure does. I was, I was going to say two or Jalen. So Hang on. Since... We got to actually, I don't know. Does it count? How many as, years was he in I Alabama? I don't know. Last team played for was Oklahoma. <laughs> but he graduated. He just got a graduate Alabama. degree from Oklahoma, though. I say it counts, but it's your this it's your segment, really Josh. What do you say? Testy subject for Oklahoma and Alabama fans. I'll let you have it. So what you think you... Jalen's going to be? I was going to say Jalen or Tua, but Dad said Tua, so I'm just going to say Jalen. All right, so we're going to go. I really want to say Bryce, but eh. so both of y'all think the Eagles, and you think Tua, and Amber thinks Jalen. Um, I just want to make my husband proud right now, and since we're talking about the NFL, and just acknowledge how great of a preseason that Will Greer has had <laughs> for the Dallas Cowboys. My husband has been so happy. And then he got released right after the game yesterday. Or so dumb. 
How is it dumb though? They just they just traded for the best quarterback in the league, Trey Lance. Bye bye, Dad. I mean, dude, bye bye. their problems are over. Will Greer, Will, Will Greer is a great quarterback. It's Quincy, sad. Doesn't Jerry Jones moves kind of uh, kind of remind you of a uh, one Al old Davis decrepit fossil at the end of his life? Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Basically, um, so for me, I you know when it comes to who you're going to pick for the Super Bowl, I think. I think the Eagles are the low-hanging fruit. They just seem to be the easiest, most well-put-together. And I do not want Kansas City to win again. And so It's not about who you want. I know. I know. But I don't keep up with the NFL enough. And if, for my player, I'm a homer, a big-time homer. So this prediction is in hopes that uh, he runs his tail off to prove to the NFL who he is. For that twelve million dollar, bro. For that twelve million dollar uh, one-year contract, uh, Mister Joshua Jacobs, I believe he will <sighs> run the lights out, baby. I really do. Well, I mean, I I agree with you because that was my pick as well. Uh, uh, I, honestly, it was going to actually be one one A one B. Uh, I think Derrick Henry is going to do the same thing. And I think, honestly, all the NFL running backs this year uh, are going to run with chips on their shoulders because the NFL GMs are saying, we don't think you're worth more than $10 million. Even though we just gave a rookie, B. John Robinson, the highest contract, he makes more money than all of them, $13 million a year. And Josh Jacobs just led the league in rushing last year and had to settle for twelve. million. Or a had franchise to settle, tag. Had to settle for $12 million. You know what I'm saying, though. But it's like they're acting like the, 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 the top-tier running backs don't mean nothing to a team. Well, I, I, I got think news for you. Uh, uh, I, think, um, I think that's been going on more or less for the, the better part of a decade. They just, but uh, it's really bad now. Now it's, like, it's running back by committee or we're just drafting somebody in the fifth round. And... Uh, let me look. And who's your pick for the, uh, for the Super Bowl? You ain't gonna like it. I think the Chiefs are about to repeat. As long no. as as long as Chris as long as Chris Jones resigns, I don't see why they wouldn't. He won the he won the Super Bowl last year with. I mean, what was his receivers? Kelsey Dude. and a bunch of nobodies. I think this decision is heavily influenced by a Netflix special. No, it's not. <laughs> I just, dude, he's he's. Patrick he's, he's Mahomes a, he's, is the most annoying player in the NFL. Like, I wish somebody annoying. would just take him out for a season so we could function without his brother he's and annoying. his wife. And his brother's way annoying. If you haven't watched that series, it'll I make, watched enough. I cannot you, deal I with actually, his Kermit voice. I actually like him now, but I hate him because he, is, he, is goat, he has goat DNA. Okay. I'm upset. I'm upset because they have Joe Burrow on next season already. I, I love and I'm that. Drug. Yeah, I love I, Joe he Burrow. He got hurt. Whatever they shot him up with, he had a failed ever drug test. Known the man. They do that to everybody, but it, it, it doesn't matter. It's the fact that he came out the week after he had a high ankle sprain and played the following week. As a matter of fact, didn't even come out the game and a high ankle sprain. It puts you. It puts you out for three, four, five weeks, and this dude was out there playing I, the next game. And I'm I like, believe that I hate he needs, him, but I he respect needs, him. 
He needs to listen to Man vs. Marriage because... Man, yeah. him and his wife are tight, dude. What you no, talking about? No, I just saw an interview that somebody did with them, and they were playing the newlywed game, and they had to answer questions about each other. Okay, so Neither had... one of them okay, could answer so... anything right about the other one. So they don't like each other. Is what so they clearly don't know each other. They... I'm been like, together since high school. At least, at le- exactly. That was the point it, of the person talking about it. It's like uh, at least my husband could answer probably every one of those questions about uh, me correctly. Oh, could he? I think we'll have a. I think we'll I have us a contest. What's gonna be, what's gonna be funny is when his wife's beating the dog out of that plexiglass up there in the I'm box, a- and it busts and she falls through it. That's what's gonna be funny. I ain't gonna say that didn't happen. Hey, y'all need to understand something real quick, okay? I hated Tom Brady, but once he left and won another Super Bowl somewhere, I was like, "You can't." There's nothing you can say about this guy, and the fact that Mahomes, Deflate he eight. has the he has the te- the intestinal fortitude of a goat of his position, and that team follows him, and he is the reason they are who they are, him and the coach, and there is no reason that they're going to fall off over the next decade because he has the goods and he might be annoying, but damn, does he back it up? And I respect that. And he plays hurt. He's tough. He don't sound tough. He sounds like a frog. You're right, (laughs) but he is tough. And I respect that in a player. And I just think if anybody's going to repeat, it's going to be them this year because they should have lost that game to the Eagles and they didn't. Fair enough. I don't, and I don't know what's changed with the, the, the Eagles defense got better. Patrick Mahomes is it, there's is indefensible. It's like that old Dan Patrick thing. He's in fuego. You cannot contain him. You can only wait, wait. You cannot stop him. You can only hope to contain him. That's it. Anyways, I, that's my pick. I I like it. And uh, as this second quarter comes to a close, I just wonder um, how much of an influence on success will uh, Jalen and Devonte have getting better? I mean, that's uh, what year one together. And now they should only get better. So that was year two. Year two. Okay, I stand corrected. This is year three. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. That was the second quarter, and now it's time for the third quarter with Austin and Amber Dash, our Saban correspondents. Uh, I, we have to shorten up the next two quarters, right? Because uh, yeah, this uh, this next quarter will be limited, and then we'll get final thoughts and predictions. Um, so pretty much we've already talked about some of the things that coach talked about today. There's no depth chart, uh, being released going into this game. He wants guys to be hungry and focused, not relaxed because someone else's name is on the depth chart ahead of them. He said, yes. Are you telling me that coach Saban is starving the players? I don't, I don't believe for one second there's no depth chart. I think. Yeah. I mean, go ahead with with the rest of what you. Uh, well, you what said you it was hu- they were hungry. It's like they need to eat. They got to have energy for the games. You're so dumb. I. What is this madness? <laughs> Not hungry physically. Hungry they're, to play. Big young men. They I need guarantee. To eat. When you send your son to a college, you expect they, the coach to take care of the them. Best of anything you I guarantee you, they're eating, teach. honey. Yeah, them beanie weenies, baby. <laughs> um, Sorry, Saban ahead. said 
you know, he talked about the competition on the team. That's why they always put out a depth chart. It's like etched in stone. Um, he said it creates a lot of distractions on the team and creates a lot of guys thinking that, well, this guy won the job and I'm not going to get to play. And he says that the team doesn't need that. He wants all the players to continue competing throughout the season. Um, you know, for playing time to try to play at their highest level and not get lazy. He doesn't want anybody on the team to think they're a backup player. Um, and, you know, he used my favorite word that he uses, whatever. Um, and he says that the depth chart creates on, that guys. kind of atmosphere. Um, and, of course, there's no – I'm sorry, Josh. I just have these, like, bullet pointed so I can just talk through them and then we can talk about them. Um, I'm trying to keep my segment short. Um, Nick Saban – I don't know why he – Austin helped me put these notes together, and he put Nick Saban, Nick Saban, Nick Saban. I know who the coach is. Uh, he did not name a starting quarterback, as we all know. Um, this is the final press conference ahead of our season opener against MTSU. Um, he said, I don't have any expectations for that right now. Um, he was asked about if he had a plan for multiple quarterbacks or if he was working with one starter. And he said, we're going one day at a time and we're repping the players. Um, he has also said that he doesn't want the battle to be over with the named starter for the MTSU game. It's the same thing that I told you guys before. Just because whoever starts in the first game doesn't mean that they will be the starter for the second game because the competition doesn't end with the first game at any position. And then um, he was asked multiple questions about safety position. He spoke really highly of Caleb Downs, of Jalen Key. So um, nobody knows who the starters are. There is no depth chart for the public. I'm sure there's one there in the, in the office and on the field, but the, we don't have it. Yeah, yes, I Joshua. Got, I got something. Uh, there's there's one or two things going on here. Uh, either Coach Saban is old and, and soft. He's trying not to. I'm about to let an F word fly, but I'm I'm gonna hold. Oh God! And he's trying not to f and offend these little babies. Probably the last. Or he's just trying to piss the media off. But it seems to me, oh, that's what you hope because Saban, Saban, dude, the man is old, and at some point. He's going to lose it. And we said that I last think, year. We're about to find out this year if he's still got I it think or not. he's trying to piss the media off, but I do think he's sick of how lazy the players have been the last couple of years because it's like when you start losing games, they just get lazy and stop competing. So maybe I don't think he's going soft, but I think he's just sick of in case nobody's noticed, the generations just keep declining in their uh, maturity levels and what yeah. they can handle and what yeah, they can't. You, you and I think Bama, he's just, I think to... he's just saying, hey, like, not only are we pull, putting up with y'all's BS, like, yeah, you're not going to know if you're starting or not. I mean, maybe that's not the truth, but I just think he's tired of, you know, laziness there and transfer go. portal and yeah. NIL and all this stuff affecting everything point, because though. it affects everything. It's not affecting Georgia. So you, he can say all he wants to. Oh, oh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't believe oh, that. I am waiting. I, I don't, I don't believe that. It's affecting you know, everybody. It's affecting you know, every school. Georgia does not have this problem right now. 
No, nah, I don't believe as, that. As far as the players doing what Coach Kirby says, no, that dude no, will no, murder no. them. You, you, you see his well. intensity, you and that used well. to be oh. saving. That used to be saving. I don't believe that. Saving's too worried about eating no, his little no, no, debbies. No, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is my segment, dang it. As you say, why has he had 60, about 60 players since he's been there arrested for speeding and DUI? And then, lo and behold, one of his players, star players, is involved in uh, murder, and he leaves the scene. And and what what we does? I mean, he's clearly we, not that hard on them because y'all, they're. Uh, yeah, we, we really like got nothing. Yeah, we, we don't have any room to talk no, about no right. dang arrists. So it's I, like Urban I mean, Meyer of, and the look, and the Swamp every, Kings. Look, listen, y'all, that's part no, of every program me. because half these no. dudes come from the hood, so they cover most look. of it up. Hey, y'all trying he, to act like this no. happens everywhere? Come on, dude. <laughs> no. Let's be real. He was racing. The kid, two kids dead. And what does he do? He he just leaves the scene. He wasn't drunk, though. Can, can somebody find the total of no, how many drunk, we've had? Can somebody find the total amount of arrests that Nick Saban has had in the same time span? It, it, I'm not, not the whole time the he's been there, I'm because I'm pretty sure it's not sixty. Doing what they're supposed to do on the football field. These Kirby got, Smart, like Kirby Smart cannot control them outside of the university. Yes, they can. Their whole career in education and everything, like, okay. is banking on what their coach does and says. I don't know about that. I, well, I just think that you can only control these guys as much as you can. But once one you can control is what Saban used to control is the product on the field. When they signed, you, can't, you can't tell me it hasn't went down. So, when they signed, uh, Georgia's on, product is going up and ours is going down. When they signed on signing day, they signed their entire life over to that university, and that coach and that university can do whatever the heck they want to. What? To, and ki- they can be kicked off the team. It doesn't matter. They signed their life away to the university. I mean, you, you signed sign four like, years you sign over. Like you you either get your scholarship or you don't. Mommy, if you don't Daddy. sign it, you don't get your scholarship mommy daddy signing your life away is a little harsh though that's <laughs> they are signing four years of their life away no they're signing, they ha- they're signing there's... four years to get an education for free. well but most of them don't go for an education mommy cam daddy, newton I'm prime example he didn't go for an education hey another criminal another criminal on another team lets you know that it happens everywhere I'm just saying that Cur- what my whole point of this was is that Kirby Smart is the next Urban Meyer and Georgia is the next 2008 what? Florida team. They're just Kirby all Smart. a bunch. They're just Ooh. all a bunch of criminals, and everybody gets by with everything unless it's Alabama. If that happens in Alabama, Nick Saban's if getting you, fired. All the kids are getting kicked saying, off. You are so crazy. You nope. You not have any idea okay. how many times Nick Saban has brushed things under the rugs with players. I would not know. Order of a game when, like, come on. Okay. Whatever, Josh. Kirby Smart's the next Urban Meyer. So you're telling me Kirby Smart's going to be in a bar shoving up a girl's butt? I'm talking about tolerating. I'm talking about tolerating criminals and enabling no, criminals. Don't even put Kirby and Urban in the same. Whatever, Josh. Kirby Smart never come against. 
Jalen Carter for what happened with the murder of two two dead kids, and he never spoke out against it. What was he supposed he to do? He played football for ra- Georgia. He was racing with him. What was he Josh. supposed to do to him? Josh. I know. What was-, he, what was he supposed to do to him if the guy wasn't in trouble, though? Why don't we look at this through Brandon Miller goggles? Because that guy Brandon got cleared Miller from any anybody? wrongdoing, didn't he? Was he involved in killing somebody? No, he wasn't. That's the he whole wasn't. point I'm talking about. Neither This guy didn't kill anybody either. He didn't kill anybody either, that Jalen guy. But the, yeah, well, they killed themselves mm-hmm. by driving recklessly. I'm going to uh, I'm going to bring Quarter the segment. Four. I'm going to bring the Quarter segment four. back down. Let's. Uh, well, I mean, that's a good segment, though. No, it's a great segment. It's a great segment, and uh, just to give you my thoughts on it, just real quick. Um, that's what we need right there. I you do. Yeah, need, where have you been, Q? You do need my thoughts. Um, where have you been? You gotta learn um, to just. We just have to jump in and vibe with the group. Well. <laughs> There's only so much talk over, and then there's just noise. So I wanted to stay out of it and let you guys have a good time. Um, there was a lot of great input, but I'm gonna I'm gonna echo what Josh began saying um, because I do agree with this. I wrote it down before he said it. Everybody's coaching the same generation, so I don't I don't I don't accept any excuses from Coach Saban. Absolutely no excuses. And I look at this and I go, it it is one of two things because one of Coach Saban, like one of his foundational principles is certainty. So there is no way there's no depth chart. He's giving us a line of BS to the public. Certainty belongs in the process. It's the Bama standard. So if he hasn't given his team uh, a depth chart so they understand what they're walking into in less than a week, then he's doing a disservice. And I don't really have a – I mean, I'm a a bonehead coach that, that coached at high school. But I have raised, you know, seven or eight children at this point. Um, hey, didn't know them play no football, baby. And kids, kids, and programs need certainty. You're not going in, and they're going to figure out um, on Saturday morning who's starting at the offensive line, who's starting the defensive right. line. If there's yeah. questions at quarterback, if there's questions at wide receiver, put it out there. We cannot, we cannot continue um, to treat these kids in such a way where we don't want to hurt their feelings. So I think it's a ploy. I believe they know there's a depth chart. It's a ploy for the media because he can. He can do this to us. He knows we live and die on what's going on coming out of T-Town. The only thing is why is the first time, you know, because last year's generation was a bunch of here's the thing. Here's the thing is that I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth when I say this. Um. We're dealing with a bunch of different circumstances that aren't just player-related um, in the sense that there's NIL and there's Transfer Portal, and it's growing. It's like growing. And so, yeah, you don't want anybody to get on the bus and take off too soon. But is it's it true? It's regulated at some point it, soon. I hope so. Is it true that nobody has won the job? <clears throat> with all the talent there at Alabama, nobody has won the quarterback job. We're not, we're not saying that everybody is so good they can't pick a winner. We're saying that the guys aren't good enough to win the job. Here's what's going on with the quarterback job. There's one guy playing so good that Coach Saban cannot name a starter because it would blow up the program. His name's Lonergan. So he's going to wait and play him in the first game, second half. Dude's going to throw two touchdowns. I don't know what you're smoking, but it's – let me just say this: as long if as that, you, ha- if, I don't, I don't, I don't really believe that. But if it happens, I'll love it because I'm <laughs> telling you, 
Lonergan has the goods. All right, let's time. Let's get into the fourth quarter. Um, Wild Bill, your predictions. Ah, Alabama, Middle Tennessee. Four thousand seven hundred seventy-two divided by seven. Forty-five to seven. <laughs> to four. Man, it better be more than that, uh, look, bro. Like, I'm not looking to start off this freaking season with a cup. All right, Josh, what do you got? Just. I think we come out and throw the book at these losers, and then throw the the next book at Texas. Come out and do what we do. Let's pound the rock a little bit more. I'd be happy with the 50-50 split right down the middle. Pass, run. Unless you put Lonergan in. Then I'm like 65-35 with that. Y'all going to keep saying I just it. Want, I just want seat. everybody to know that's listening that <laughs> Josh talks about this dude in our text thread all day, every Listen, day. That you, is why Bill is having a conniption fit. <laughs> I want to throw something out there that you guys do not know. Back when Jalen Hurts was a freshman, I was the only pe- person amongst my whole friends that was saying Jalen Hurts was better than uh, Blake Barnett or whatever what, his crappy name was. What did look? What sense? happened? What did no, it was Jay, Blake Barnett, and he left and went to Arizona State. In the game? With that being said, what's that? What? I mean, what does that have to do with his career? Can I give my prediction? I'm waiting for Josh's. What did he do? Do an interception? I was going to say he fumbled the ball, but anyway. What did he do the rest of the time? Threw interceptions and fumbled the ball. What's he he doing now? He got pulled in the natty as well. (laughs) All right, so Um, my prediction is, if it goes the way I want it to, is Alabama, 56 Middle Tennessee State three. All right, and Amber. I want I want four turnovers. Okay, four turnovers. I'm always I'm always hungry for the turnovers. We need to get back to that. We sure do. You're not wrong. All right, Amber. That's what I'm saying. Uh, me and Austin came to an agreement. Forty-eight to ten. Forty-eight, ten. And Quincy Moran is going to go 63 to 14. Yeah. Go big or go home. That's right. You think they're going to score 14 on us? I do. I do. I think think on the second and third team, while we're letting some guys stretch their legs, Saban's going to lose his mind, blow out his his veins and make sure they're full of just blood and no no cholesterol. And the young guys are going to let these guys score because from what I understand – these guys only won eight games, but they're on they're in the upper echelon of the bigs in their league, and they're very talented. So we'll see what happens. But I hope Alabama throws the lights out. You're uh, who starting for Texas? We don't. Oh, sorry. Uh, what's his lips? Yeah. Oh, really? It uh, huh. when Texas comes to town, it's going to be scary. We're going. I'm going to tell you right now. I don't think it's going to be scary at all. I think we're going to beat their ass, and I'm going to tell you why because of what they did to our team last year at the stadium. And uh, with the from anyway, from the heat to the locker rooms, Ooh, yeah. just the way they treated us at that place, yeah, they, got a beat, they got a freaking beatdown coming, and I, I guarantee you why, it's going to happen. And if it don't, our team is done. Saban's done. That's what I was fixing to say. Are we going to be classy and let it go, hey, or are we going to do the same hey, thing? Hey, here's what I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'd just be like, I'm going to have it nice and cold for you guys. You guys enjoy your stay here in the fail room, and uh, we're going to just beat your ass out on the field. I would. And, uh, 
I would consider right. yeah. lining their hallway there with our go. band since they didn't let them make the trip and have them play some music. Yeah, <laughs> we're not going to do that because no, guess what? Them, we, we've been let there. Let them go play all night at the hotel. Out. They're staying. Yeah, so. <laughs> I just cannot wait for that <laughs> That's game. Right. But That's I right. am a little but I, I don't think our defense is what it was last year. I think we're way deeper in the secondary. You ain't gonna see this, uh you ain't gonna see that that mullet dude just killing us like he did in the second game before he got hurt. And I think so, uh I think the I think T Town is gonna have it rocking. So we'll have a home field advantage, which Texas definitely had last year. Kudos to them. Uh disappointed in Sark for him allow that to, to happen to our team, but um, you know what? It's a home and home I for love a reason. Sark. Yeah, I love to beat him. Why do you yeah. like? Why, why you, you love Sark? Okay, okay, you we got Sark. And, uh, he was uh, one of my uh, favorite coaches. We were always our and, offense was always good with him. An alcoholic loser that had to go to Coach Saban. He's rehab. a former. He's a former alcoholic and not like no longer him a loser. Over Kirby Smart. <laughs> All right. Kirby Smart drags Coach Saban. Like, he doesn't ever say anything good about him anymore. Well, At least Sark keeps though. his mouth shut. Hey, he gives him props. And he you know, because Sark Saban. knows he but wouldn't have thing. a career if not the for Coach Saban. Kirby stayed at Bama 10 years, man. That's a long time for that talent. I agree. And he stayed, and he said, the only job I'm leaving for is my dream job at Georgia. Bye. He left for it, and look how he's doing. I'm just like, telling you, if they try to bring him in at Alabama as a head coach when Nick Saban retires, I'm out. He's not leaving Georgia. He's going to stay there and win as much as he can. Okay. I'm not saying he didn't. My point is, why do you hate him? Josh has a Josh has a great prediction for the future coach of Alabama, and I love it. D'Amico Ryans. Yes! <laughs> he's, that hey, would be awesome. He's at Houston right now, but his Twitter bio still has Alabama roll tight. Did y'all see him on I the sideline last night? I loved no. him. Yep. So that dude is ripped. He ain't joking around, man. <laughs> oh, man. Is he? My wife Good. bought me a he my wife real. bought me a football signed by D'Amico oh. Ryan, so I'm I'm excited. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Hey, y'all wanna hear his bio? God fearing husband, father, and coach working to better my former self. Or be better than my former self. Be great. Roll tide faithful. Yeah. Roll tide. Uh so Josh, that would be that's your awesome. ultimate prediction, baby. Go win either, a- I, I either want him or, or I know people don't want Dabo, but I like Dabo. Uh Lane Kiffin had Lane Kiffin needs to win a playoff game or something for me to know that he can take us over the hump, but I like Lane Kiffin too. He loves Coach Saban. And All right. Oh, I love Lane Kiffin. He's hilarious. Yeah, he's well, great. with that, we're going to close down the first episode of the BS Podcast for the 23-24 hey, season. Next, it was – uh-uh. No, you next, stop right there. Next no. week is Memorial Day. Quiet. Labor, Labor Day. Day. Quiet. Quiet. Next, week, next week's Labor no. Day. When are we doing the no. podcast? Quiet. <laughs> Yeah. I'm going to get through this, and then you can ask your question. Probably not. I know mom and dad taught you this when you were little. Mom, right. and, dad got, mom and dad got divorced, so it was <laughs> mom or dad, not because at the same time. So it was like one one probably told me one thing, and the other one was like, don't do that. He's a piece of crap. Do this. And then mom was probably like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's like, what do I do? Oh, I got problems when I grow up. Look at that. And yet they remain. All right, so that is it for this season opener, week zero of the Bama Sports Podcast. And hey, it was a lively, lively no, event. Josh. That's your little it dose a, of therapy hey, right there. When you, you end this, though, out? I want to tell y'all something no. that's a true story. 
No, because I don't. Why do we got to no, end it? Please no, end it for the love of God. We don't need it. Okay, we will. I will close it Why, out. Why did you poop your pants or something? Or for Amber Dash, for Josh Moran, for Wild Bill and his Bama bullet points. I'm Quincy Moran, aka the Cube Dog, and this is the BS. It was podcast. running down my leg. <laughs> that was no, five minutes no, ago. No, listen. <laughs> it smells. We were under an hour. This, I just want to give everybody a round of applause. This is or this is right. You want me to? Did you want this off? Yes. Okay. Shut up, man. I'm gonna, cl- I'm on, gonna close bro. it out. I didn't.